Open that folks will know that the doors are truly open. I'm actually turning your Bibles to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew 7. And we're going to be looking at verses 13 through 27. Matthew 7. Verses 13 through 27. And when you then want to ask that you stand with me as we read it again. Matthew 7, 13, 27, it says, Any ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate of the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Um, where are false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly, they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Verse 18. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Verse 19. Every tree that bringeth forth not good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Every tree that bringeth forth not good fruit. Uh, verse 20, wherefore by their fruits ye shall know them. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Verse 22, many, times, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord. Lord, Lord. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Verse 24, Therefore, whoever heard these things of mine and knew them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon rock. Verse 25, The rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And verse 26, And everyone that heard these things of mine and doeth them, and doing them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built south upon the sand. Verse 27. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And we're at blessed to the reading and hear the words of the Lord. Eternal Father God, we thank you. Father, after the song that was sung and the word of God, must go forth. Father God, the master to the church, the Lord. Remove anything within that should not be. Father God, I come to confess that we all have fallen short by word, by thought, by deed. Thank Father God that you have more forgiveness than you we have sinned in us, Heavenly Father. Father God, we come to soften our hearts so we're able to receive the word of God. Unstop our ears so we may hear the word of God. And most of all, give us open our minds so we're able to process and reveal the word, Father. That may leave in a better condition when we arrive because we truly heard the word from the high this morning. Is in Jesus' name for the truth. Amen. 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 Look at Matthew chapter 7, verse 13. And I like this for a thought this morning. Either or, either or, amen, often we face either or decisions as we move through life. A moment of decision when there is but two choices to make. A lot of folks shrink from those decisive moments, but they come nonetheless. Some people have an either my way or the highway mentality, 
excuse me, they're so narrow-minded that you're either right or wrong in their humble opinion. The spiritual realm is no different. In this passage, Jesus offers us no less than three either-or situations. In these areas, there is no compromise. You will either be one way or the other. There is no middle ground. Now we need. Now we need. We do not like to be forced to make decisions. We want to approach them and then decide about them in our own way, in our own time. Sadly, in these three areas that I'm going to point out this morning, you have already made your decision. Now you may have the opportunity. Now you have the opportunity to change that decision, but it has been made nonetheless. Allow me to point out these three either-or situations that Jesus described in these verses. Let me encourage you this morning to listen to the Word of God, look deeply into your own heart, and do whatever you have to do to ensure that you'll end up on the Lord's side of each of these issues. I want to present each of these either-or situations along with a life principle. Amen. Uh, let's allow the Lord to speak our hearts this morning because your eternal destiny hinges on your being found on the same side as Jesus in these either or situations. Point number one either or of your footsteps. And the life principle is, is that the road you travel always determines your destination. Look at verses 13 through 15. Enter yet in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go thereat. Verse 14, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly there are ravening wolves. Now look at the verses. One path is described as being wide in verse 13. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. This is a path that is easy to navigate with plenty of room, doesn't it? But look at this. There are other, there, the other side is described as being narrow. Look at verse 14. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few. Where one verse talks about many will find it, this verse says, there be few, there be that find it. This means of, a, of it being more constricted with far less room. The broad path leads to destruction, which is hell. The narrow path leads to life, which is heaven. There are but two destinations for the soul of man. Every person in this church today will either go to heaven or hell, and you can't miss both. Right now, so far. Heaven or hell, you can't miss both. Now, it's another one of those either-or situations. The broad path is access through a broad gate, as you say. In fact, everyone in this church was on a broad path when you came into this world. To continue on this broad path and this path of destruction requires that you do nothing. Amen. You are born into this world, headed in that direction, and since it's a broad way, you can carry all the baggage that you want with you. Amen. There's plenty of room for you and for all of your sins. And on the other hand, the narrow path is access through, the Bible says, a narrow gate. There's only one way to get on that path, and that path, that one way, is called Jesus. Amen. Amen. God's way is a very exclusive process. Uh -huh. Amen. It's not a 
Jesus Christ. Yes, yes. My God, right now so far this morning. Amen. Understand this, but this does not imply that those on the narrow path are perfect and do not sin because we know that's not true. Amen. However, it does mean that we have repented of our sins. Right now so far. And that they have embraced Jesus in his plan for their lives. Do they fail? Of course. But failure is not their way of life. Why? Because the day that Christ got up, amen, we became victorious. We're not waiting to be winners. We're already on the winning team. We're on the one team. Amen. My God, so do we sin? Yes, we do. But sin is not a way of life for them either. They have committed their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ, and they sincerely want to please Him, walk with Him, and be more and more like Him. They have, and they have changed. My question is, that's your testimony this morning. Are you trying to walk with Jesus? Are you trying to act like Jesus? Are you trying to be more and more like Jesus this morning? Is that your testimony? Point number two is the either or of your fruit. And what's like the life principle here is that the nature of your tree always determines the nature of your fruit. Mm -hmm. Right about so far. Look at verses 15 through 20. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly there are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Yeah. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Watch this now. Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Watch this now. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Amen. My so far? Verse 19. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down, cut down, and cast into the fire. Uh -huh. Verse 20. Whereby their fruits, you shall know them. Yes. Amen. Jesus says there are two kinds of fruit that can be produced. Good and bad. Mm -hmm. Verse 17. For even so, every good tree bringeth forth, forth, bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. Good fruit is that which pleases the Lord, and that which glorifies him before a lost and dying world. Right about so far. Uh -huh. Amen. It is fruit that is produced as a result of the work of the Holy Spirit in a person's life. It's nothing that you do. It's God working through you. Amen. Bad fruit is that which is produced by man naturally. It is the works of his flesh. It is evil and is offensive to God. Jesus says that the nature of the fruit is determined by the nature of the tree. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. You see that so far? 
If you are producing good fruit, things spiritually acceptable in the sight of the Lord, then you have a good tree. However, if you consistently produce bad fruit, then your tree is bad as well. Yeah. Understand me. Whatever you plant and nurture in your life it's will true. grow. Yes, yes. You plant and nurture the word of God, then God will grow in your life. You can't, you, you, you plant and nurture and feed the world, the world will grow in your life. Right about so far. Yeah. Now, I Each house rested upon. 
Yes, yes. Come on now. One was built upon the sand, while the other was built upon the rock. Come on. Each house was subjected to the same kind of abuse. Yes, well, yes. A storm came, the Bible says. Yes. We the Bible. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock. Yes, yes. Verse 27. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and it beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. My God. Rain fell, wind blew, and savage floods wrapped themselves around these houses. My God. One house fell in the storm, but when the storm was over, one house was still standing. Yes, Amen. Yes, yes. Did you know that every person in this church this morning is a builder? Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. He says here, many 
that go therein. 